Hello, Habit Mechanics. It's Dr. John Finn here. I hope you're having a fantastic week so far. We are going to talk about elite sport in this short um, Habit Mechanic episode. We're going to talk about Novak Djokovic and a special technique that he uses that I think has been instructive to his success. I'm joined today by my friend and colleague, Andrew Whitelam. Andrew, how are you? Hi there, John. Yes, um, Novak Djokovic is a fascinating case study, if you like, for us, I know. And you can read about him, of course, in the Habit Mechanic book. But for this shorter podcast, we thought we'd just uh, share the story um, and and give some background into how we became aware or how you became aware, of course, of, of this uh, example of what you call intelligent self-watching. Um, everyone knows Novak Djokovic, everyone sees him uh, be so successful on the international tennis circuit. He's, of course, just won uh, the French Open at Roland Garros uh, in 2023. So um, he adds to his vast array of titles um, and uh, he's, he's without question one of pro- probably tennis all-time greats and must be recognised as such. And um, you found out uh, some fascinating insight into what makes him tick, what makes him successful, and how this, in fact, fits in so perfectly with um, the habit mechanic methods and the approaches to being better and feeling better every day. Please tell us the story, if you would, John. Yeah, so I know one of the tennis journalists for the Daily Telegraph. Um, he took a great interest in, in the Tougher Minds work. And one day he was just telling me that he'd been interviewing Novak Djokovic and he was making some, I'd actually just shown him one of our planners and um, he was making this connection between what Djokovic had had explained that he's always analysing himself for wasted energy and wasted potential. And... Simon, uh, the time Briggs, the journalist, suggested to Novak that it's almost like he's got a little CCTV camera on his shoulder monitoring um, his behaviour, in my language, his habits, and looking out for the habits that are not helping him to be at his best. And apparently Djokovic really liked that idea that he had this camera on his shoulder. So he's a guy that's always looking for the next little improvement and how to do things just a tiny little bit better. And I think that that is reflected in the performances that he achieves. Um, We've seen lots of, well, I suppose unusual things that Djokovic has used over the years to give himself that edge. Um, from memory, there's some dietary things. There's some things about, um, you know, f- uh, physical conditioning that's that's often different to what other athletes are doing. So he's almost like a, a one man. I know he's got a team around him, but he's also like, but in an individual sport, it's a bit like a, a Sir Clive Woodward type approach, but but using that in tennis, Sir Clive would, of course, the Woodward, the, um, the the head coach of the England rugby union team that really was the first um, international rugby union team to take full advantage of becoming professional in terms of the 
the performance enhancement tools that they were using and uh, became you know world ch world champions and was, were almost untouchable as a rugby team for a period of time so yeah intelligent self watching i think is certainly one of the keys to Novak Djokovic's su success and it's no doubt really helpful for him in terms of building the habits that have allowed him to now become the most successful tennis player ever. Yeah, I think um, you talked about the camera, the CCTV camera on the shoulder and, and um, yeah, as you say, um, Novak Djokovic was, was taken by that, that, that image or that metaphor when it was explained to him and, and um, well, in simple terms agreed with it Um and that's a graphic that you've developed and used in the Habit Mechanic book. Um, again, it, 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 with the tools that you have, I think it's just worth pointing out. People, people will say, "Well, I can, I can sit back and think about myself, and I can, I can reflect um, and and realize I'm not doing well." But it, it, it's so important to to understand. We need specific tools to help us. We need frameworks to do this. Well, if we understand how our brain works, that's going to allow us to be a better judge of the behaviours that we're observing. And the frequent thing that I hear is, for example, when people learn about their hue and or their ape brain, they start to notice behaviours that they haven't noticed before um, and often start to notice some of the absurd things that Hugh says and does and, and some of the absurd behaviours that it that it drives us to do. So having a framework of understanding about what we're designed to do and why we can do some things that are not particularly helpful for us is really helpful. We set out, um, or we, we've created lots of what we call habit metric tools that make intelligent self-watching easier. And then we've created lots of other tools that make, let's say, intelligent planning easier. So once you recognize something that you want to change, then you've got to create an intelligent plan. So, yeah, a big part of becoming a habit mechanic is is getting much better at intelligent self-watching. And that's a journey. And I'm, I'm still getting better at intelligent self-watching. And I, I think that I will until the day that I die. But I'm much better at it now than I was 12 months ago. And I was much better... 12 months ago than I was as well months before that and so on and so forth. Yeah, that's the key to to me, John. You 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 when you do read the habit mechanic for the first time, you realize we, we're not only um concerning ourselves with improving habits that'll be helpful, uh, and uh, but of course self-watching will be helpful, but we get better at this self-analysis. That becomes a helpful habit. Yes, and for me, one thing that I'm really compelled by is, is an idea that's called implicit emotional regulation, which I talk about, I think, in Chapter 14 of The Habit Mechanic, which is really at the heart of what the habit mechanic approach is designed to help people to do. It's to automate more helpful, intelligent self-watching and I suppose action. Yes, and on the subject of taking action and, and being in action, um, in recent days, uh, of course, Cricket's Ashes series between England and Australia is uh, is now underway. 
um here in the uk um if you're a cricket fan it's fascinating if you're not it, you're still probably hearing about it because it is very high profile and you've identified john uh, i know i know you do take a close look at high performance sport to see what we can learn from it and you've identified somebody within the england team who seems to be um engaging in habit mechanic like behavior yeah well i did yeah i do take a close interest in um in elite sport, that's my background. And in fact, I, I worked with Johnny Bester many, many years ago. He was part of my PhD. I spent a year with Johnny. Johnny now one of the best batsmen in the world. Um, so I have some real connections to the current England team. Um, and yeah, I, I heard that Stuart Broad talking about how every morning before the game he writes down the key things that he wants to achieve and I thought that was very habit mechanic-esque so really helping him to focus his attention on what he wants to be doing um, I would say it's activating the neocortex it's giving him the best chance of yeah, of of getting his attention onto the things that he feels are going to be most helpful for him, but also by writing them down, he's almost replaying them before they happen. So, so very, very interesting. Just hearing, and you know, Stuart Broad is a world class performer, and over the sort of the start of the Ashes, he's he's lived up to that again. Um, so people will see parallels in that with the daily tea plan, for example. And the three end of day three to one reflection, you know, writing is so key. As as a connected aside, I think there's also some really interesting cultural things going on with the England cricket team. Um, I think big, big, big mission orientated. That's really interesting how they've got this very clear vision of what they want to do. But I think also some of the things that we see in the games themselves, some of the tactical things. And I think it's fundamentally all designed to give them more control over their performance and more control over the opposition, which I think fundamentally is what intelligent self-watching allows you to do. It allows you to see, uh, get a much clearer clearer sense of yourself and, and what is actually going on. You know, people talk about um, so-and-so has no self-awareness. Well, that's what they mean. They're not very good at self-watching. They're not very intelligent about themselves. And that's absolutely normal because we're just not designed to think of ourselves like that. But actually, in the modern world, it's really unhelpful because it's so easy to 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 get good at some really destructive habits. Okay, well, John, thanks for your time on this shorter podcast. Fascinating. We've covered tennis. We've covered test cricket. Um, we're spanning the full spectrum of uh, the summer of sport that we're enjoying at the moment. So, uh, and taking great insight from it too. Thanks for your time. Um, please do like, subscribe, comment, and review this podcast on the platform of your choice if you have a moment. We appreciate you listening, John. Anything you'd like to say in closing? Yeah, well, if you, actually, I don't think we mentioned this. If you want to actually read the the Novak Djokovic story, it's in um, chapter nineteen of the Habit Mechanic, which is improve your sleep, diet, exercise and brain health in three simple steps. So if you want to go look at that story and also 
improve your sleep, diet, and exercise habits at the same time, go to chapter 19. You can actually listen to the chapter for free inside the Habit Mechanic University app, um, or you can get it in the book. Remember, you're only ever one habit away.